Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. The first time I went to preach at Worship Harvest, I came back and told them, guys, some of you are sleeping, but you don't know what God is doing in the country. Yeah. Because, you know, I, 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 I'm not, I didn't get saved yesterday. Yeah. We used, I used to make journeys to U.S., Canada, looking for where God is moving. Yes. That's what made me too hungry to go to places, you know, Nigeria, Ghana, you know. But when I encountered Apostle Moses and Worship Harvest, okay, shh, don't, don't scream when you don't have the permission yet, okay? Yeah, yeah. But when I encountered Apostle Moses, I knew something fantastic had landed. Oh, yes. Because, you know, I, I got saved as a young man and I've always prayed, Lord, if you're doing something new, let me be part of it. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, I, I always prayed. Yeah. Help me. Just part, I don't know. I mean, just to, to be part. Yeah. yeah. So when I, I, I met uh, Apostle Mose and I saw how things were going at worship harvest and then later we became friends i said that's it so ladies and gentlemen i'm saying all that to say that we have a gift in our midst the best gifts of god do not come packaged and wrapped in gift, what do they call those gift wraps? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. The best gifts of God come wrapped in a man. Yes. <laughs> come wrapped in a what? A man. Yeah. The best gift God ever gave us is Jesus, who became a man. Yeah. And, and people took offense of him until they crucified him. Because naturally, with a natural eye, you don't you can't see a, a gift of God. No, 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 no. Yeah. In my small world, I'm 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 God's gift to some people. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! yeah. But do you know what? Some people there are some people who just see this Gerard from the village. So one of the best things God will gift the wisdom of God is to open your eyes to perceive that this one you see my t-shirt Peter this is uh, Acts chapter 2 Peter on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell he remembered the, the prophetic word of Joel 2.28 and he said brothers this is not us drunk and shouting no, 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 no. 
what you're seeing happening with Apostle Moses, please don't say, you know, worship harvest came, they brought many lights. It's not a lie. And please, people came, our parking was whatever. Listen, there is something. Yes. You must be able to look and say, this. Over you around. Lift your hands one more time. Say, Father, Father. What, a what a blessing to be alive today, be alive today. And, now. and now. When Jesus rose in his resurrected glory, Ephesians 4, the Bible says, he who descended ascended. When he got into his place of authority and power, the Bible says he gave gifts to men. Yes. The first gift he gave is the gift of the apostle. And we have an apostle in the house. Woo. Are you ready to receive Apostle Moses? Somebody shout, I am ready. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Give the Lord a, a capital amen as we receive a gift of God. Can we give a mighty shout of praise to God, to the Lord Jesus, who has saved us, who has called us. Please have your seats. Thank you, incredible worship team. We'll be calling on you once in a while. You heard Pastor Gerard. Wow. Wow. Pastor Gerard, Pastor Diana, thank you. Thank you for loving us, for loving, for loving Pastor Ari and I, for loving our children, for loving Worship Harvest. If I tell you where Pastor Gerard takes Pastor Ari and I and the kids for breakfast, oh, I don't think the kids came and they are here, so they may hear. Yeah, but if I tell you where he takes us for breakfast, <laughs> some small, small nugu might get into the room, so let me keep it a total secret. Hey. But thank you. Thank you. So much. So much. You know when we all need I pray for you that God will give you your own Pastor Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. 
a person who sees things in you that you're like, please, please, just please, I beg, <laughs> help. So, Pastor Gerard says things about me, and I wonder who he's talking about. And we were up there in his office, and he was telling me how he's now going to take me to preach at a crusade. <laughs> Should I be excited? Frightened? I like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were told this is a revival service. Some of you are checking your liturgy and you're wondering what part we are at now. Are you ready? Some of you, you have too much diggy, you can't do a crusade. Hey, you need to have a certain attitude. Yeah, so this is training ground. We are in the laboratory. So when we go, hey. 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 hey! hey! Please take your seats. We have hey. to, yeah. Why? It's a revival service. We do different things. Thank you for these offerings. Can someone take the baskets away so I'm not distracted? All of that to tell you that you all need the Pastor Gerard in your life. Someone who looks at you and they see things you don't see. That's what he has been from when I first met him up to now. So I'm so grateful. Many people in worship service now know the story of the last one and a half years. That story started in January 2019. When Pastor Gerard came to preach at either day of prayer or one of the season 21 meetings, probably a day of prayer. And when he was leaving, he told me, Mose, this thing you're trying to do here, you need to listen to a man called Bishop Doug Howard Mills. He was the one. Yeah, it started with him. And let me tell you the whole story. You know, I need to tell the story quickly. And he went ahead and sent me books by Bishop Doug. Loyalty and Disloyalty series. And then when he was coming back to preach during our 
one campaign in April. He said, I'm bringing Bishop Doug books to sell. I said, bring. I bought some more books. So now I had books from Pastor Gerard and the books I bought. But I hadn't read them. So somewhere along the way I read Royalty and Disloyalty and I thought it was too radical. So I thought it was way too radical. But my head was disagreeing while my heart was agreeing. So I gave to some key leaders. I said, just read this book a little bit and see. Uh, yeah. And then the story kept going from there, 2019, September. One of Bishop Doug's people came and sold me a whole Macarius. And then October, I went to Nairobi. I met some two gentlemen. And when I went back, no, then December, Pastor Solomon's auntie sent me another. She had never, I never met her, I didn't know her. She sent me a Christmas gift of another Macarius. So now I had two sets of Macarius from Bishop Doug, the books from Pastor Jared and the books I had bought. And I'd only read loyalty and disloyalty and it was too radical. Come 2020, I go to Nairobi again. I meet one of the gentlemen I'd met and he was telling me about Bishop Doug and how I need to meet Bishop Doug. I came back, lockdown 1, 2020 March. I have time, I start reading some of Bishop Doug's books. And then August 2020, the other gentleman man I'd met in Nairobi connected me to the Give Thyself Holy Conference because it was online. And I watched it, I took out off a whole week to watch this conference. And our lives have never been the same again. Again! From that time in October, October 2020 to today, the last 15 months, the growth we've seen in Worship Harvest by listening to Bishop Doug, reading his books, implementing the things, is the kind of thing that is we have not wrapped our heads around yet. The last 15 months. In the last 15 months, our church has gone from about 4,000 members to 30,000 members in 15 months. In the last 15 months, we've gone from being, let me get the numbers right, 18, no, that was, and from 15 churches, 15 locations, to now 40 locations in 15 months. We have gone from having 500 people get saved there, yeah. I don't know how Pastor Diana feels about that number. 500, the whole year. And we are very happy with ourselves. We're like, 500, we would even do like meetings to give accountability. 500 people, God said. Wow. In the last one year alone, 2021, 40,000 people. 
gave their lives to Christ. Worship Harvest is built. I don't know what's happening with the sound. Worship Harvest is built around missional communities. We went, Pastor Jared, from having about 180 missional communities at that time to now more than 1,300 MCs. I could go on and on and on. The stories are endless. What we have seen God do through just this one act of you, the reason, part of the reason I started listening to Bishop Doug is because I trust you. Yeah, it's like, Pastor Jared is like my elder brother, the person who protects me. So if he thinks this is good for me, it's good for me. Thank you so much. So much. We have seen in our ministry the things that you think you see in us. We are starting to see some of them and we are starting to believe. And we are grateful. We've gone from building one building for forever. <laughs> Last year, we had six construction projects going on at the same time. And I'm giving this accountability. I know I've told you some of the things in private, but I'm giving it here in public, here at Streams of Life, so that you and Pastor Diana and the members of this church should know that what you see in worship harvest is a seed that you and your pastor have planted and we are just letting God let it go. So we are grateful. Can you, ladies and gentlemen, those who are seated, help me stand up and help me appreciate Pastor Gerard and Pastor Diana for loving us, for being selfless. Thank you so, so much. Amen. Please have your seats again. Wow. We are going to do a bit of standing up today, I suspect. It's a revival meeting. And I was told there is no end time. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. We'll be starting from verse 6 and let's see what the Lord teaches us. Amen. Say, my mind is a lot. My mind is, my heart is receptive. I'm ready for the word. The writer says in Isaiah chapter 60, is it? First one, arise, shine, for your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Which is the, the, I used to read that verse, just we even had a song about it, but light is revelation. Light is revelation. Those of you who are properly saved, you know Ephesians 1, 3, which says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing 
in the heavenly places in Christ. Meaning that there is absolutely Yeah. That should change your prayer life. Yeah. There is nothing you've been praying for that's not already available. What you need is the ability to see it. The revelation, the light. When you enter a room and it's dark, you will not know the furnishings in that room. You will assume it's empty. Since you can't see, nothing. The moment you flip the switch, then you realize there's a bed, there's a wardrobe, there's a table, there's, there are books, maybe there's a kettle, there's even a TV screen. Previously you were seeing nothing. Now, did the light create those things? No. Light simply reveals what's already there. Am I making sense? So even as we embark on this revival that God is already doing and the thing, I keep thinking, God loves Uganda. God loves us so much. Yeah. Because this revival that we are participating in, now in case you're waiting for it, it sorry, it already came. Did you see the number of people who got saved through streams of life? teams doing evangelism last year 60,000 now when you see 60,000 people come to the Lord but you're still waiting for a revival <laughs> okay let me try this site when you see 60,000 people get saved <laughs> and you don't know that the Holy Spirit is moving this morning when I woke up the thought I had and I even voiced it was God is in a hurry God is in a hurry so this revival that was prophesied by Pastor Benihin God, you know, I don't know how you got married, those who are married, but when you're going to get married, you don't walk into church one Saturday morning, amen, Pastor David, and, and then if you're a guy, you don't walk in with your suit, and then they bring in some lady that you have never met before in a gown with a veil and you are all waiting to surprise each other as to who your wife or who your husband is going to be is that how it works you don't just show up on one Saturday morning and say behold thy wife yeah this is not coming to America. This is life. <laughs> of course, some people have no clue about coming to America. Yeah. Pastor Solomon, you don't know coming to America? At all? 
Yeah, just allow guys. Yeah, time is passing. So. What happens before the wedding? There are already signs that these people are going to get married. You see them hanging out, eating chips, chicken, chili sauce, chaps, and chapati. And like, hmm, these people are over hanging out. You become suspicious. They're like, something is happening. So when a wedding, when people are going to get married, there are things that before the time. Then there is some sort of engagement thing that is proposing, first of all. Nowadays, everything is a big party. I don't know how, how people... Yeah, I don't know how that works. Pressure. Okay, guys, I hardly have any monitor sound. I'm hearing myself from the walls back there, and it's quite hard to operate. So, before the wedding, you already know. You can tell a wedding is going to happen. Thank you for the monitor sound. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You can tell something is happening. So the revival was prophesied for 2022, but we can tell in streams of life, in worship harvest, all the churches that have been planted, people getting saved, that it's already happening. So don't wait for an official date of, you know, May 15th, the revival. It's not going to be like that. Life is mostly a process, not an event. You see, something, the reason some people, Christians, don't mature is they think even their faith is an event. That's why there's discipleship. It's a process. You read your Bible every day and you keep, you go and pray every day. It's a process. You lead one person to Christ at a time and then the church grows. It's a process. But we are so accustomed to the witchcraft mode of operation where you want someone to just wave the thing like this and then suddenly you have 2,000 people in your church. It doesn't work like that. And suddenly you have a revival. And you, if, I, if I ask you what it is, you can't name it. You can't tell me this is what a revival is. Because in having massive numbers of people getting saved, churches being planted, discipleship happening, evangelism, you, the, it's already operating. It's a process. Hey. Shout, I'm a process person. You see, our presence here tonight is a, it's part of a process. This church was started. If Pastor Jared and Pastor Dan visited this church that many years ago, it wouldn't be here. They bought this land. They built this building. They've pastored the congregation. 
They've trained people. This is just one piece in a, a daily thing. Now, the, your problem is you are waiting for thunder and lightning and yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why most people do not profit much in the Lord. They don't know the, the things that make for progress. Do you, are you with me? So the revival is on and may God open our eyes to see it and to participate in it fully. Chapter 2 verse 6, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, if you're reading with me, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Wow. We speak the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God is in a mystery. It's mysterious. It's not obvious. I've been sweating between three messages to preach this. When I was in my office, I was like, God, please, please. I beg. Help. I was feeling the pressure. Yeah. Then I just felt, you know what, eh? Pastor Jared is my friend. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. So you, I don't know your issues, but me, no pressure. I've just decided, no pressure. Yeah. Hey! The hidden wisdom. It's a mystery. So for example, most people think that they will attain greatness by pursuing the things of this world. Money, a career, this, that, the other. There's a hidden wisdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. I've seen that. Look, I wrote the book Straightforward Financial Growth, which is helping many people around the world. So I know about money management and the process-based way of handling money, making it, saving it, investing in assets that give you a cash flow. And I've been pursuing those principles for a couple of years now. Almost 10 years. But in the last one year, when I just decided, you know what, I no longer have time for this thing. I'm, I just, God is in a hurry. I need to get on with the ministry. Hey. I was trying to compute my income for 2022 the other day. 2021, okay. And I, wait, Lord, wait. Huh? I mean, 
What? Come on now. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. It, it had better. I, I was like, where did this money come from? Seek fast. And all the, all the things. You know, for a long time, Pastor Gerard, when I traveled, and those things where I feel in profession, I always put architect. I was too ashamed to put pastor. Right, pastor, mm, architect. You know, it sounds respectable. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> I'm an architect. Yeah. I also pastor a church, but... And some of you here, that's your problem. You are like the guy the prophet talks about who he says you, you earn, you work, you, but your pockets are like they have holes. Yeah, you have nothing to show us. You are like, hey, but career, pursuit, what? All you have, there is nothing, you just have debts. For us, we are serving God. And we have more than enough all the time. It's a mystery. Serve God. But let me tell you, the best advice I can give to anyone. Prioritize the agenda of heaven. And you will see. You will see. It's, it's a mystery. The hidden wisdom. Honor your father and mother. And it shall be well with you and you will live long in the life. Like, how is that? It's a mystery. There is nothing that accelerates your life that I know of ever. Like honoring God and honoring the people that God tells you to honor. Including your real father and mother, the ones who gave birth to you, whether they are saved or not. Yeah. Nothing will change your life like that simple principle in terms of just promoting you, accelerating you, taking you to places that, yeah, it's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery that 90% that is left after you've tithed is almost three times as effective as the 100% if you chewed all of it. Yeah, it's a mystery. And some of us are still insistent on chewing the 100%. And, and yeah, we can tell from your constant needs that yeah. there are people they don't make a lot, but they are faithful to God, and God has taken care of them, He has honored them. It's a, the mystery, it's a mystery upstairs, Jamily. It's a mystery. The anointing is a mystery. Yeah. It's a mystery.
the Holy Spirit. We are in revival. There is no revival without the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you, you can go to the Sahara Desert, Kalahari Desert, Gobi Desert, all the deserts you want. You will not have a revival without the Holy Spirit. And yet, so the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. Now, the Holy Spirit operating through people is what we call the anointing. The Holy Spirit on a person. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with oil with the Holy Spirit and power. Yeah, so when they say the person is anointed, it is the Holy Spirit and power. And as a result, he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Hey, it's a mystery. Because the person like Jesus, Pastor John was saying, as we, who, a person who was as anointed as Jesus, there are people who would look at him and see absolutely nothing. Like this one. Isn't he the son of Mary? And his brothers here with us. Didn't he make the other ones uh, covered? Remember the other funeral the other day? He's the one who made the coffin. Uh, what else? Even the dining table at our home, this is the guy who made it. Now they are telling us that. He's anointed. The Bible says he could do no mighty works there. Because the anointing is a mystery. And you and I have to understand that. Because people that were with Jesus didn't know that he was anointed. One day, one day he asks, who do you say that I am? Eh, this, they say that. Jeremiah, what? They tried to bring up all the other important people. Some said this, but you who? And then Peter, motor mouth Peter, God had mercy on him that day. And he just blurted out, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Christ is not Jesus' surname. When he was in P3B and they were taking the roll call, they didn't call out. When they reached J, they didn't like, Jesus Christ present, sir. No. Christ is, it means the anointed one. Do you get? And so, we live in a generation that desires revival that desires the move of the Holy Spirit but is very ignorant about the anointing because it's a mystery. Because anointed people don't look like anointed people. Yeah, the anointing doesn't have looks. Yeah. There is all sorts of lack of wisdom. Some people, they insist yeah, that for them, it has to be God himself. Yeah, they don't deal with people. So you come here and try to convince them how anointed Pastor Gerard is. 
You see, if you are like from streams of life, you are at high, high risk. Because the closer you are to an anointed person, the more veiled you are to their anointing. Yeah, that's why you could be you are in streams of life and you might be slightly excited about my preaching, even though myself I'm not. And you don't know the anointing that you have here. I'm telling you, when they say it's a mystery, you'd better believe it. Don't be there and say, yeah, it's a mystery, but I've cracked it. You have not. And it doesn't say it was a mystery. Even now, it's still a mystery. Whatever you understood up to the last one minute before now, is just past revelation. Now, it's still a mystery. The wisdom of God even now is a mystery. It's a mystery constantly. It's in a mystery. Now, you are wondering why I'm sticking here. We don't have enough time for me to do the whole teaching verse by verse until verse 21, rather 16. But let me just throw you a little bit in the deep end and maybe you'll swim out. When he says the wisdom of God which is in a mystery, which was ordained before the ages for our glory. You know the Bible says earlier on in chapter 1 that Christ has become for us wisdom and sanctification. And yeah. yeah, Christ is the wisdom of God. Now you know that Christ operates here on earth by the Holy Spirit. Anything you have ever done and succeeded at in ministry, it was the Holy Spirit doing it. <laughs> yeah, because Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. For now, the person working on his behalf is who? That's why after you pass this part that can confuse you a little bit if you are not detailed in your thinking, everything else below that is about the Holy Spirit, isn't it? You and I taught this through MC Life. Everything after this is about the Holy Spirit. Uh, <laughs> Before the ages for your glory, it's the Holy Spirit, it's the anointing. It's a mystery. It's so mysterious that through the ages, people have been specialists at missing it. Yeah. And we have records in the Bible and past, after the Bible was sealed of the art of missing the point. When it comes to the Holy Spirit and people. Look, a person like Elijah, eh? Bishop Doug has a message, the mystery of the 51 unanointed prophets. 
These were in his school. They were in the school of prophets. They, were, they didn't receive anything. The 50 who were there when they were telling Elisha, you, did you know your servant is going to death? They could even predict. Please, don't think that your capacity to predict things means you are anointed. You see, there are people they just accidentally step in a puddle of water and they come up, they think they can now sail a ship on that. Because like ships sail on water, I just stepped in water, let's build a, a ship. Please. Don't let your little gifting deceive you into thinking things and take the humility away that is responsible for you. You see, the only thing that is responsible for promotion in the kingdom is humility. For God does what to the humble. Gives grace. Yeah. Humble and in due time he will lift you up. You see, when God is lifting you, it's so cool. Yeah. You just be there and he lifts you, lifts you. When you are lifting yourself, How many of you have ever lifted a bag of cement? If you're at least tried. It's only 50 kgs. How easy was that? But remember, it's only 50 kgs. Yeah. How many of you have ever lifted a jerry can of water? At least that one more people. How easy was that? It's only 20 kilograms. Now you are 70 kgs. 80. Do you know how much work it takes to lift yourself up? To lift your, your. Yeah. You're lifting yourself. Some of you, you are two times the bag of cement. But you can't lift one bag. But now you want to lift yourself. By being proud. And I'm frozen. I'm not frozen. <laughs> The anointing is a mystery. I have seen that. The people who are very anointed actually don't think that they are anointed. They don't feel that they are anointed. They don't, there is nothing in their lives at a personal level that tells them you, you are anointed. Nothing. That's why Jesus said, the wind bloweth, whither it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst tell whence it cometh, or whither it goeth. Such is everyone born of the Spirit. Yeah. You can't tell. You can only tell by the effects. 
of the wind. One of the things Bishop Doug teaches about anointing is that in, 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 in case you want to, to know whether you're anointed or not, is that a person who is anointed can do, if you are following someone who is anointed, you can do what the other person can do. Yeah. So if you're Elisha, you can do what Elijah was doing. If you are Joshua, you can do what Moses. Moses split the Red Sea, Joshua split the Jordan. All the miracles Elijah performed, Elisha performed them times too. If you are disciples of Jesus, the 12, they can do what Jesus was doing. That's how you can tell. I'm just trying to give you, because it's so mysterious, you will not know. So if you are in streams of life, You can't tell you're anointed by how you feel. The anointing has no way to feel. You look at what Pastor Gerard does. Until you're doing those things, be very suspicious as to how much you've put your foot in the water. You might be trying to sail on a paddle. He plants churches you plant churches. Isn't that so? Yeah. He does evangelism. You do evangelism. He preaches. He's a preacher. You can't be in streams of life and you're like, I'm also anointed when you're not preaching. And preaching, don't wait to be told to preach here on Sunday. Here there is only one pulpit. And for Pastor Jerry and Pastor Dan and whoever they choose to invite. But out there, there are pulpits everywhere, every corner. Yeah. Are you following? Otherwise, you might be there and you think, I'm also anointed. First, do what the man of God is doing. We will not argue. It's a mystery. And one of the other things that's mysterious is how the anointing expresses. I'm going to use itself even though it is the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit working. How the anointing expresses himself. I was, for example, very shocked to find out that in the Old Testament where there were many mighty men and women of God who were anointed, you didn't have any single incidence of casting out demons. Not even once. Yeah. That only started with Jesus. Yeah. And healing, there were like only like two occasions or three. Elijah, Elisha, and Abraham. All these other mighty guys, like even Moses, they didn't do any healing ministry. The anointing working in David was for territory taking, killing, not healing. Yeah. Yeah, that he was anointed to kill. That's the only way he could take territory. 
He asked for 100 foreskins, he brought 200. And the previous owners didn't give them up willingly. There was no foreskin meeting. The, the elders didn't call for a meeting and say, okay guys, there's a guy here. We heard that he killed Goliath, so he's quite dangerous. And he's looking for foreskins. I think if we work among ourselves, we can collect the necessary number he wants, we give him so he goes. That's not what happened. What a shock. The anointing in who? Solomon was different. Never fought even a single battle. His was not for fighting. It was business, acumen, wisdom, economics, until he took Israel to its zenith. Just, he made silver and gold like stones in Jerusalem. That was anointing. Now, you went in your head, the only sign of anointing is vibration. of your right leg anointing will be passing through and you miss it do I have people this is a revival meeting I'm learning from passage don't expect those nicely point one point no I, I know how passenger that preaches so I'm also I'm practicing for the crusade. It's always so fun every time we invite Pastor Gerard and then people pull out their notebooks. I'm like, carry the Baba now. Just be ready for impartation because he will be in the middle of a sentence and then he starts another sentence. And then, eh? He's a preacher! Preacher! The preacher. Hey. Yeah. Elijah and Elisha, those were more like. And you know the problem with when I'm preaching, or when I'm teaching, God keeps teaching me things. El, look, let me show you something. And don't claim to have known it. But before I show you that thing, let me show you this other thing. <laughs> I was still telling you the expressions of the anointing. Isaiah is just prophecy about Jesus. David, different. Killing, music, leading, worship. Jeremiah all those pages that guy had one message Nebuchadnezzar is going to kill you all it's like how can that be your ministry you're telling us they are going to beat us yeah. and everything he wrote in Jeremiah over history through history over the last three 2500 years or so it has come to pass 
the man has been vindicated over hundreds of years. And yet at that time, he was the total joke. Like you. What? Yeah, like, yeah, they are going to beat you. Nebuchadnezzar is coming. What? Different. And, yeah. Expressions. Even in the New Testament, by the way. We all like Paul and Peter, but there were others. Do you think Timothy was anointed? What do you read about him? How about Luke? Without Luke, you couldn't you, you wouldn't have the book of Acts. His anointing was to document what was happening for generations. John the only thing John managed to do was to get killed. Yeah, and Jesus says there is none greater than those of all those born of women than John. Because he's the one who ushered in Jesus. Now, I was going to tell you about Elisha and Elijah. I think, if you think about it, the ministry of Jesus, of all the Old Testament prophets, the ministry whose prophet the ministry of Jesus was closest to in likeness was Elijah and Elisha. Now you know that John came in the spirit of Elijah and it was in John's ministry that Jesus was anointed. Take that. Are you connecting? <laughs> God anointed Jesus through the ministry of John. It was at the Jordan when he came to be baptized that the Holy Spirit came upon him. And John came in the spirit of Elijah. Healing the sick, raising the dead. Multiplying food. Very similar. Hey. You are connecting things. The wisdom of God is in a mystery. Verse 9, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed, not created. The things are already prepared. Your double mega multiple church is already prepared. The thousands of salvations are already prepared. The miracle signs and wonders are already prepared. It is already prepared. Now what God is doing is 
revealing. Have you ever got a gift and it is wrapped and you don't know what is in the gift, in the wrapped, in the box? Do you think that as you open the gift, as you open the box, the gift is being created inside? When you open the box, you only simply reveal what was there all along. And he says God has revealed them to us through his spirit. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit upon you is the anointing. That's why previously he said it was ordained for us for our glory. The anointing glorifies you. All those other fellows who were just there telling Elisha how his master was going, when he came back, what did they do? They all prostrated before Elisha. He was the same guy they were just banging KB with before. When he came back anointed, they couldn't, there was no KB. It wasn't, yeah, 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 how was it? They all just fell down. Something had changed. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is going to change your life forever. The people who used to not listen to you at all, you're going to go back into your extended family and people will be like, we have been waiting for you to tell us what to do. That's, God, that's the Holy Spirit. Pastor B, three years, when she decided to go into ministry, the whole family was disappointed. Now recently, I, I, I saw two events where she's the official this is a kind of family where in their family when they had an event they own the, the minimum level they could have for someone to minister even, even if just Kwanjula or Itsiku was a bishop, an Anglican bishop Yeah, those people were connected, even a baptism it has to be a bishop now it's, it's Pastor B3 It is the Holy Spirit. Huh? Take me there. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. I don't want you to this revival meeting. This is the last day, and we'll be coming back other times. But I don't want you to think that it's about the meeting, and then you go back to your normal life. This is to ignite, this is to light your wood so you keep burning throughout. Because the Holy Spirit is inspired. God has revealed everything you ever needed. He says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard. It's like it's so much to comprehend. No mind has conceived the things, not, not the things your uncle has prepared, not the things your parents have prepared, the things which God can imagine to be there and all your life you didn't know 
that while you were going to school, while you were applying, God was preparing. Preparing. But he says he has what? Revealed. Revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit such as all things. Yes. The deep things of God. There are people here this is your year of new depths. This is your year. This is your season of new depths. New depths of revelation in the scripture. New depths in your prayer life. This is your season of new depths. You're going to see it manifestly. New depths. You're going to see things that you've never thought are there. Tomorrow you're going to open your Bible and you're going to see something in the scriptures which you didn't know was there all along. It's by the Spirit. You're going to see it. Pray in the Spirit, everyone. Just pray in the Spirit a little bit. You're going to see it. The Word is going to bring illumination into your life. The deep things of God. I'm hearing that word. New depths, new depths, new depths in God. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We are ready to go deeper. Deeper with you, deeper with you, deeper with you. Amen. The deep things of God. Next verse. Let's, let's run quickly so we pray. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. This is a very deep verse. I, I used to miss it. He says, you know, according to 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. You are spirit and soul and body. And it says, What man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man? The real you is your spirit. And there are things that you know by your flesh. You can use your phone and check your account balance. You know by the flesh. You can, you know the house you have. That's where you're going today. You know what it looks like. Now, <laughs> I have news for you. There are things that you have that are not known by your flesh. <laughs> they are known by your spirit. You see, in your flesh, you know a certain amount of money you have. But because you haven't consulted your spirit to know, 
the house you have in the flesh you know it but there is one that God has prepared the things that God has prepared which can only be known by your spirit you can count the money you have you know it but there is money that is known by your spirit that it is yours and that money is not even on your account if it was on your account your, 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 your soul your heart, your mind would know it hey. there are things the things God has prepared they, there is the church you lead now you know it, you know the number you know the members but there is the one that is known by your spirit mama, mama, start praying start praying for unknowing the bible says that the holy spirit will show you things to come things to come, things to come, things to come start praying for knowledge beyond knowledge pray in the spirit everybody lift your voice it's it's time to pray Lord, that I will know the things that my spirit knows. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What man knows? There are things that belong to you that are known only by your spirit that's why you are frustrated with where you are now in the natural because your spirit is communicating to your soul that they, we need to be somewhere else this is not a place this is not the church this is not the house this is not the money these are not the resources what man knows you're going to start seeing you're going to start seeing sight is coming to you to know the things (laughs) 
tongues, the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing. It's the anointing. It's the anointing. It's the mystery of the anointing. It's the mystery. Makata ba 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 ba. Break a center ka ba 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 ba. Some of you are waiting for drama. I want you to plug into God. Don't wait for drama. God is already working in your heart. You know it. Someone here is dissatisfied with where you are. There is a glory that is yet to be revealed in your life. There is a kind of ministry. There are kinds of miracles. There is a kind of church. There is a kind of business. There is a kind of influence that is yet to be revealed. But it's in your spirit. It's in your spirit. It's in your spirit. Pray it out. Pray it out. It's in your spirit. Mega churches. I see mega churches. Mega churches. Mega churches. From here. From here. In your spirit. Double. 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 Manifestations. Manifestations. Glory. 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 Mighty healings, extraordinary miracles, extraordinary miracles. I prophesy extraordinary. Thank you, Jesus. What man knows the things except the spirit of the man? Forget what you know by sight. Forget what you know by experience. That's in the past. Your future is full of amazing, astounding, and common out of this world things and God is releasing them give me the next verse now we have received now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given that have been freely prepared child of God the struggle is over the struggle is over you're moving into what has been prepared the struggle is over the things we speak not with the world that man's wisdom teaches but what the Holy Spirit is 
comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned in other words they are known by your spirit that's why it is in a mystery they are revealed bit by bit a mystery is unveiled bit by bit now let's keep praying just open your mouth and pray 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 like you've never prayed before now Reveal them. Reveal them, Lord. Reveal. 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 Reveal it. Reveal our destinies, Lord. Reveal our destinies, Lord. May we not die without seeing it. Somebody. You will not die without seeing it. Malakazete Kalaba. Reveal it. Pray it out. Pray it out. Pray it out. It is inside of you. Speak it out. Speak. Speak. We bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Reveal, 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 reveal. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Pastor Jared, the churches are coming. The churches are coming. The churches are coming. Sons and daughters planting churches in many nations. They are coming. They are they are there. They are there. They are being revealed. Yes, with land and buildings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. 
Thank you, Jesus. God is working. God is working in your life. Don't wait for drama. That just shall live by faith. You don't need to have a feeling to call on the name of the Lord. You don't have to have a feeling to open your mouth to speak the truth concerning you and the future that God has ordained for you. Don't let the revival happen elsewhere without it happening in your life. Determine, determine. The Holy Spirit is moving. Be filled, be filled, be filled. Some of you need a new dose. You've gone without for a long time. Just receive, 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 receive power, receive power to preach, to proclaim, to heal, to change destinies. Receive, receive, receive. Right now, I want to give an opportunity. You may be here in this meeting where people are experiencing God, but when you've never given your life to Jesus, freedom, 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 freedom. If you've never given your life to Jesus, I want you to put your hand up straight right now, right now, at the count of three, one, two, three, hands, if you've never given your life to Jesus. I'm seeing hands going up all over the place. If you're giving your life to Jesus, hand up, hand up, wherever you are. If you're near someone who is putting their hand up, let me know, I need to, I don't see everyone on the, on the balcony, so. if you're giving your life to Jesus tonight 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 it starts with giving your life to Jesus is there a hand near where you are I know this is a revival meeting but we can't take anything for granted alright there's too much going on and I don't want someone to miss I don't want someone to miss the invitation I'm going to ask again if you want to give your life to Jesus tonight put your hand up where you are your right hand otherwise we will continue praying there's someone Thank you. Thank you. Someone else. Can someone who is near him please escort him here to the front? Anyone else wants to give your life to Jesus? Just put your hand up. It's this is what we do. We 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 give our lives to Jesus. Uh, this place is a bit busy, but just we'll create a little space here on the side for the people who are giving their life to Jesus. It's that important. Welcome, my welcome, my brother. Anyone else you want to give your life to Jesus today, tonight, tonight? Hand up. Hand up, hand up, hand up, hand up. 
hand up. Let me check with your neighbor if they have already given their lives to Jesus. If they are hardened and they are scared, please come with them. Be a good brother, be a good sister. Check with your neighbor. Don't make assumptions. Don't assume. Ask them. We are doing the work of evangelism right now. Ask them. If there is someone there, don't mind other people. They are, they are having their own moments with God, so have yours. Don't be a spectator. Have yours. Have your moment with God. Don't, don't be a spectator. Have yours. I'm receiving people who are giving their lives to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can you help me celebrate our brother? <laughs> Dr. Emmanuel. You are going to help me lead our brother to the Lord. But let's pray together. There might be Nicodemus people here. Who, even though it's red and dark, they are still not coming forward. Let's pray with our brother. Brother, pray after me. And everyone, if you haven't come, but you want to. Say, Lord Jesus. Thank you. For forgiving me I give my life to you and I receive you as my Lord and Savior take my life and do something significant with it amen if you prayed that prayer don't go without coming here to the front all these people here are ministers are streams of life we would like to take your contacts and, and be able to reach out to you Amen. Is anyone sick in your body? And you need healing. If you're sick, wherever you are, we will not ask you to move. Just put your hand up. I'm going to pray. We've seen many, many, many people healed by God. Can everyone else just start praying in the spirit? Pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. For healing is a children's bread. We praise, we praise, we praise, we praise. Lift your voice, people. Those praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit. Just lift that voice, lift that voice. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless Thank you, Father, for healing. Holy Spirit, we speak healing over all these hands. Whatever the issue, whatever the case, right now, we speak, we declare wellness from head to toe. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke and expel all kinds of sicknesses. And we command you, be gone and never come back. So we thank you, Lord, because we know you've done it. Thank you, Jesus.
for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Taking territory